Ladies and gentlemen, and children of all ages, your podcast platform proudly brings to you Mid Peasants, the best podcast in the world, with your host, the Fluff Brendan, and the star Catherine, the Mid Podcast. You can follow us on YouTube and Twitter at The Mid Podcast. And if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash The Mid Podcast, where you have access to our random shit episodes and additional special content. Also, if you want to support the podcast, you can go to themidpodcast.com and get you some mid-podcast merch. There will be new merchandise coming up by the end of the month, so check that out. Also, if you like the podcast, leave us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. So, welcome. We have a special version edition of the mid podcast tonight when we even have a special guest two-time two-time guest of the yes we want to welcome our good friend brandon from the avengers podcast who wants to talk some wrestling which we are always down for wrestling i i appreciate you guys because i i had a wrestling podcast for like maybe two months um and i i need to get this out of my system damn it i i I talk all types of marvel and it is it is time to talk cm punk because i think Catherine, you you and i were talking a little off air and you said cm punk's rumored to come back is that true that is the rumor and aew dropped the graphic that they will be in Chicago June 21st. And it will be a very important dynamite, which is the week before Forbidden Door. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I know this is not a visual podcast, but I will try to describe Brendan's background. It is CM Punk lifting the AEW championship in the air. And I'm assuming, Brendan, you're excited to see Punk come back. I am. I miss him. I don't agree. With the stuff he said. I think it was bullshit what he said. But yeah, I've been a punk fan since I was little. Mm-hmm. So I just want him back. I miss Cult of Personality. See, I okay. Sorry, Catherine, you completely what? I said I can play Cult of Personality for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, not, not here. It'll be copyright, but maybe <laughs> outside of the podcast. It'll be good. <laughs> I mean, we listen to it th- throughout the house. Yes, yes. Well, I it's funny because CM Punk, if um I was uh, 30 pounds lighter, I have a CM Punk t-shirt. It was his old WWE t-shirt, and I still have it. I still have that t-shirt. And um I was a big Punk fan for a very, very long time. And the way he exited WWE, I'm not saying WWE was perfect. WWE does a lot of things wrong. But it was very, I'm just, you know, screw this, I'm done. And kind of riffed a lot of people along the way. Like you just left a company high and dry. You left a lot of people, you know, wondering what's going to happen. You just, you got to put your middle fingers up in the air. And at that point I was like, well, that's odd. And then he goes to UFC and he gets his nose cracked twice and he's 0 and 2. And then he goes to AEW and I'm like, I'm stoked. I'm stoked to see him in AEW. And then, oh gosh, that, that, that media scrum where he was just dogging the elite. And I, and I, agree with you what you said brendan i i don't agree with he what he did and that really soured me on cm punk that really did because 
he may be a draw to the business, but what is he doing to the culture backstage in the process? And that is why I wanted to join the show because is the draw worth the drama? You know, so that's that's really what I wanted to ask because I don't know if he's worth it. I really don't. Personally, I don't think he is. And it's not like AEW needs the money. Right. So to say, because Tony Khan's daddy gives him money to put in that company if he needs it, I'm pretty sure. I mean, right. they just announced all in at Wembley. I'm sure his dad got him a nice deal on rent at Wembley Stadium. <laughs> so, but I don't think he's going to be worth the money you can make when he's going to make your locker room morale go down um the rumor is that warner brothers wants their roster split and that will be the saturday show be two hours and apparently that's the show punk will be on so i mean if you split the locker room have punk and whoever else on one show who's willing to work with him that will be fine. And people who don't want to work with Punk, they're on Dynamite or whatever. My fear is you're doing all this for one person. Yeah. That's a bit. That's a bit extreme, in my opinion. I I feel if Agreed. if you are, what tone is that setting? That hey, we're doing all this because one person's an asshole. <laughs> and so, uh, I mean, that's to me. It all really kind of went downhill hill for me when he didn't even, hey, the elite, I got a problem. Hey, Kenny, I got a problem. Tony Khan, your EVPs are trash. That's fine. You can feel all those things. I don't, I don't blame you for feeling those things. There's probably some obvious frustrations behind closed doors. There's a time and a place, and there's a professionalism that you need to have, and he did not exhibit that. And if he's doing that in front of cameras, in front of microphones, live mics, what is he saying behind the scenes? You know, what is he doing behind the scenes? I mean, I feel like you're even worse when you don't have the cameras in your face. Um, at least that's usually historically what it's about. And so CM Punk, I know, I know. like they're all trying to get to this point where they can all be on the same page, but I'm just fearful that he's just going to come in and, and I don't know just kind of Hollywood Hogan his way around, <laughs> you know, just the politics is just too much. And who's to say he won't do what he did again? Punk's always been one to speak his mind. So, and most of the time, it's cool. Like, the pipe bomb was fun. Then, yeah, you go to the media scrum after All Out, that's not what we want to hear. From one of your top guys in AEW. Yeah. I, I, so he's rumored to come back in June. Yes. For the Chicago show. And I've heard the rumors for a minute, but then he did the Instagram post. Did he not? What was the Instagram post? Can you guys elaborate a little bit on that fun little bit? Cause he seems like he's not learning his lesson. (laughs) And this was recent. This was weeks ago. I'll let Brendan do that. I don't do Instagram. So that's Um, Brendan's thing. Yeah. Forgot what the Instagram post said word for word, but 
basically he called Jericho a bitch. Ooh, yeah. I'm still you listening. You don't do that. No, you don't. Not with the guy who helped build the company. And also, he said he'll never put his health before a company again, which I kind of find a bullshit that he came out and said that, and how he uh, Moxley wanted him to lose, except Moxley put him over two weeks after the Cleveland show, mm-hmm. add all out. So, Mox did want to do business with you. Yeah. And then he also called Dave Meltzer a bitch. <laughs> like, what's what's the point? And he, he's he's uh, he's straight edge, so we know he's not drinking. <laughs> we know he's not just, you know, he's not high on anything. He's literally, this is just who CM Punk is. And it feels very vindictive. It feels very cold. It doesn't feel... Like, this is someone who wants to do business. And I'm just, you you do all these things and you're coming back into the fold? What What's going to happen to these wrestlers when they say, oh, this guy is, you know? Because if you watched, Eddie Kingston laid a really thick promo on him when he was in AEW. No one wants you here. No one wants to see you. The locker room is better without you. Eddie Kingston didn't look like he was playing when he said all that. No. Um and and that's where the these Instagram posts, which is not long ago, like it, it, I could understand like a day or two after the scrum. I can understand that. This is literally weeks ago, and he's still saying stupid stuff like this. I un- you can have disagreements, know the time and place to talk and handle them. If I have a disagreement with Catherine, I'm not gonna just post an Instagram story and talk shit about Catherine. I'm gonna say, Hey Catherine, we need to talk. I got a problem. That's how adults handle their business. They don't go around behind each other and say, eh, 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 you know, you just, that's not how you do it. I mean, at least not sound adults. And I don't think CM Punk is a sound adult. <laughs> I've disagreed with many people, but I will tell you to your face or, Hey, let's, let's get, let's have a phone call. Let's text something. But this undermining that you're continuing to do is not worth anything he's bringing to it because honestly he's gonna what hurt his knee or his ankle again as soon as he gets in the ring he's fragile as hell i i just i don't know he's he's i'm not seeing an upside i'm not i i I can hold on to the cm punk i loved during pipe bomb because i bought his shirt i was trust me i was firm in the punk camp i was firmly in the punk camp when he came to aw i just i he's doing things that are literally almost reprehensible like you just can't look beyond it anymore there's there's not just one or two examples this is a pattern here this is a pattern and i i don't know i am just i'm not looking forward to it i hate to say it i don't want to be that guy but i'm sure the on-screen stuff they'll make bank they'll have them feud with the elite it'll be this is it real is it not kind of thing they'll make money off of it don't get me wrong but the whole i don't think the elite and kenny would work with him that's the whole issue I, I, I'm really thinking, and the Elite and Kenny are also in contract negotiations with AEW because Kenny's contract was supposed to expire earlier this year, but because he was out for nine months, they added on the time he missed, so technically his contract will run until November. 
So he's in the midst of contract negotiations, and then you're talking about bringing back CM Punk. If I'm Kenny Omega, I'm like, I can go back to New Japan. I can go to WWE. Triple Mm -hmm. H will back up Fort Knox for me Mm -hmm. and the Bucks. Because I figure they're going to be like, you take one, you take all. Mm -hmm. I agree. And you got to see Cody in the main event, and you can't help but think, hmm, that's enticing. You know, Cody made it to the main event. You look at it, WWE just got bought by Mm Dervis. Back to work in because there's a lot of people that are still south. Vented. And then, you know, everybody's pissed about the Cody thing. Well, they buried Cody Cody at WrestleMania. And I caught it. Cody basically just walked in WWE and was handed a title shot. Yeah, I, I think Cody got quite a huge warm reception. I really do. And uh, I think the elite may see that. I don't think they see that Cody lost at WrestleMania. I think they think Cody main evented at WrestleMania. That's what I would see. Um, and I think it's important to see that. God. I, 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 when you look, they yeah. said, you know, WWE had put plans in place for Jay White. Jay White shows up on AEW and said that he had signed a contract with AEW back in November. When he knew he was leaving New Japan, that's crazy. That's crazy. I I don't know. I um I think to make your EVPs happy, to make Kenny and the Bucks happy, you really got to be careful here. But in the long run, I ultimately just want AEW to be successful. And if that's with CM Punk in the fold, minding his business, acting like a professional, hell yeah, I'm game. I'm just afraid those two things don't happen at the same time. You either have Punk back, or you have professionalism. You don't have both. <laughs> so. I agree with that. And I see it from a business standpoint. Yes, he would bring in money. Yes, he's a big draw. Yes, he would sell merchandise. Mm-hmm. But then again, you go back. Is it worth the morale of my locker room being down and then I'm having to deal with more childish bullshit? Mm-hmm. And no offense, I am a TK simp from hell. The man ain't got no balls to stand up to these PN. I'm just saying. He wants to be their friend, not their boss. And sometimes you got to put on your your boss pants and be like, okay, dudes, we're not playing this. This is my money you're messing with. I'm not having it. I think that's what got him in trouble. I think there was a lot of unresolved disputes that led to that media scrum. I think there was a lot of things that were just not handled appropriately or handled timely, which led to that frustration by CM Punk. I think if you actually do something about Kenny, the Bucks, or punk's frustrations you avoid that entire situation i think tony khan is a big factor because that looks poor on the boss when you have such vitriol between these people what what's going on why is that not being handled especially behind the scenes before you get in front of the camera and punk showed yeah i'm pissed i'm very pissed and i'm sure that's not the first time he said it and maybe in order to get hurt i'm gonna say it on in front of all these people, maybe something will be done. Tony Khan had maybe. a too, you know, in my, yeah. opinion. I mean, to me, when my Sorry. employees have a conflict, when my employees have something that's an issue with them, that's on me. I need to take them aside and say, what's the issue. Let's figure this out. I'm not going to sit around and say, all right, go fight. <laughs> no, you, that you handle it. What's the problem. Let's get to some common ground. I'm not saying you guys are going to be friends after this, 
but let's get to a mutual understanding of what we expect moving forward. I don't think Tony Khan, he just got a company kind of laid in front of him. Is he boss material? I don't know. He's he's going to empty the Brinks uh, the Binks truck and he's going to he's going to make all kinds of money. He's going to bring all the wrestlers that we know and love. But is he a good boss? That's a very different question. Hell, we've seen what Vince McMahon does, <laughs> you know? And I'm not saying he's that type of person, but being a leader is very different than paying the wrestlers, you know? And Vince is a poor leader. Tony, questionable, in my opinion. And so they're very different. I think Tony's just gun shy and Vince is a bully. <laughs> somewhere in the middle is oh, that definitely, definitely, tri- definitely. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere in the middle is that Triple H line where you can be a little both. Kind of have mm-hmm. to be a strong force, but you also have to have that kind heart, you know, you know, be empathetic when you need to, but sympathetic when you need to be. And uh, I don't know. That's a bigger conversation right there. But I just I do think Tony Khan was a part there. I do. Oh, he he did play a part, and I think like as soon as that came out of Punk's mouth, he should have shut it down right there at the press yeah. conference instead of just sitting there looking like, oh my god, what do I do? But I I do think that he's he's very social awkward, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. TK is where he doesn't like conflict. Like I get that because I don't like conflict neither, mm-hmm. and so he didn't know what to do. And then we come to find out, though, he was dealing with some personal shit. TK was at that time. So that was also another issue that we didn't know about when the scrum happened that his mother had done had like two strokes. So he was basically flying in on Tuesday, leaving directly after shows on Wednesday to go back to Jacksonville to be with his mom. And if you watch All Access, like the episode from this week I watched, you could see him rolling in at, at nighttime and he looks like shit. Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely believe Tony Khan. I don't think he likes conflict. And I understand if things are happening in your life, you need a number two that can step in and fill in for you. You always have to have a backup. You, it can't yeah. just fall on Tony. And so, with that case, you know what? If you didn't like it, you know what? You should have called Tony Schiavone. Hey, you've been in the business. You go deal with that. I can't. Right. And then let me know what the outcome is. Yeah. But I'm like you guys, TK, it's a bit awkward, and that's fine. But he should have. sexy pillow. He should have stepped up and did something when Punk went all dickhead. Um, but apparently Punk had it planned out when he came back. Like, he knew what he was going to say at the media scrum. And you gotta look at that and wonder what's not stopping him from doing it again. Like, he planned all this out, came in, talked shit about Hangman, called everybody a children, talked shit about your EVPs. AEW can live without CM Punk. AEW might not be able to live without Kenny and the Gun Bucks. No, honestly, if it wasn't for the Bucks and Kenny, I would have never turned on AEW to begin with. And that's that's an honest statement. I've met the Bucks; they're super fucking friendly, hilarious dudes. Um, they're I I think the world of them. You know, I actually made fun of Chris Jericho in front of them, and we were all singing his stupid song. And we we they're just good folks, man. The Bucks are good people. Um, 
And to me, I don't know. I don't know. I think you're right there. I think that's an important statement and an important point you made. I don't think they can. I think your foundation, all elite wrestling, it's not all punk wrestling. I don't think we're talking about APW. <laughs> so <laughs> I, 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 there's your, there's your foundation and you let that walk out. You know, I don't know. Now they could all, they could all just be, this could be a ruse. They, they, this could all be all water under the bridge. Now, you know, they could just be trying to fire some talk up because in the world of the jaded wrestling fan, we know it all right now. This could be a really brilliant storyline too. This could be like, all right, punk, make this Instagram post, delete it, but enough marks are going to take a photo of it and talk about this shit. Now, guess what? We're talking about it right now. Um, this could be really smart. 2023 booking <laughs> i've always wanted to see wrestling kind of take a next level booking now now sometimes you got to kind of play it out into your day-to-day and your your programming because you want aew to re- reap the benefits of this but maybe the long game is what they're worried about hey let's go ahead and start planting these seeds and when they come back they think the whole place is rift apart who knows who knows i hope this is good business i really do but i think time will tell there and it's going to take a lot from Punk to get the locker room on his side. Because mm-hmm. right now, you got, what, FTR backing him up? That's it. Maybe That's- Britt Baker. But I feel like Britt's more of a company than Punk Girl. And I, outside of that, I really don't know who. So it will take a lot of apology, and they have to be sincere. You just can't show up and be like, hey, I'm sorry. That's it. No, like, it has to be a genuine, like, genuine and sincere apology from Punk. Yep. I don't know if he can do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. Well, I mean, and he'll also need, he'll need to apologize to Kenny. He'll need to apologize to the Bucks. He needs to apologize to the locker room. He needs to apologize to Tony Khan. Hell, he probably need to apologize to Tony Khan's daddy for ruining his business adventure. Yeah. Well, what's so amazing is the genesis of this whole punk issue started with a hangman page promo that promo. no one got miffed about. Like, no, it felt like just a wrestling promo. And like, apparently Puck took very big offense to that. And I'm like, your ego, man, you got to bring it back. You got to, I mean, I'm sorry, but Hangman to me said nothing beyond what a scripted wrestling promo sounds like. He said nothing that was, and that either tells me that punk is paranoid, punk is egotistical, or maybe all the above, where you're to a point where you think the whole place is talking about you. Hangman, you know, and then Hangman went off script and now fuck Hangman. What? What? No, Hangman didn't say anything egregious. It's not like he's like, hey, fuck punk. We really don't care. Guy, Eddie Kingston said some shit. Hangman did not. And so I just, that's the part that worries me, guys, is um, even all the apologies in the world. If something that small is kind of the genesis of everything that blew up, I mean, the tiny little fragment, that was our first little cell until we got to human being form, was that little Hangman page promo. And if he was that, he was that pissed off over something so minute and so small. What's next that's going to set him off? 
And uh, I don't know, but we'll find out in June. And if Punk returns in June, um, I am an asshole. But I'm inviting myself back on the mid podcast because I want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there there are other wrestling are are saying that you need to all in London without punk. Like they've got to have punk, and I'm like, no, the fuck they don't. I mean, I I could do all in without CM Punk. My main event would be Kenny Omega, Will Ospreay too. Um. Kenny Omega and Okada if I didn't use them at Forbidden Door two months earlier. So Omega I don't White really need C- Yeah. Um Omega J White, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I really don't need CM Punk. So I don't know why all these other podcasters are CM Dick writing. Mm-hmm. He's not the end all be all. I mean, AEW is still making money. They're still selling out places without CM Punk. I mean, even when nothing announced for the Wembley show, they already have, what, 45,000 people pre-registered for tickets? Just to get the pre-code. Just to get the pre-code yeah. for tickets. And tickets haven't not... gone on sale yet. This is just to get information to get tickets. And that's not including, well, if they're taking other people or anything. I had no idea they pre-registered. Like, they got that many. This is news to me, and that is phenomenal. I can't... I, I don't... So, what event is that? Forgive me, the Wembley Stadium? Which all in. That? It's all in. It's all okay. in. It's August 26th, 27th. I can't remember. So, all in. Was that the first event that they did and that kind of springboarded into that all That was the out? one where Dave Meltzer told Cody and the Bucks, you can't sell out 10,000 tickets, and then they were like, yep. Gone. I love the fact that they are going to go to Wembley and it's all, all in as well because all in was the whole bet on another wrestling company bet on something different bet on nothing that you've seen before and the fact that they said they went and sold 10,000 tickets when the world said they wouldn't and now they're going to go to Wembley a, a huge I mean that's gonna I'm going to order that pay-per-view one because I want to see the site of that whole spectacle, that audience is going to be out of this world. And two, I'm still all in in AEW, and I want to show my my support. And if that means, hey, monetarily, I'm going to buy a pay per view, I will do it because I think it's important. Support what you love. If you, if you have the means, oh, I do. TK support. gets a lot of my money. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I mean, I really believe if you, that's how you keep things going. You know, monetarily support if you can, if you have the means. And I will throw my name in the hat there and say, here's my money. I cannot wait. Uh, all in. When is this event happening? It's August 27th. And and the key thing is they're not coming to pay-per-view yet. It's just AEW all in at Wembley Stadium. So, Because All Out is supposed to be the next weekend in Chicago, which is their regular pay-per-view. That's interesting. I that think you can get on the new HBO Max app to see how that goes. Well, damn, I may just support it. No matter, I'm going to be watching that event. I don't know, whatever it's at, whatever streaming platform, whatever event, you got it. If I have to pay money to see it, 
you got it. I am going to get, watch that event. And if you, it's on my cable television or I already have HBO Max, thanks, Last of Us, um, I, I will I will watch it. That sounds absolutely wonderful. So um, I got HBO Max just to watch The Suicide Squad. And I was like, damn, that show, that, that movie sucked. And I just never canceled it. And then I'm just like, oh, well, now I they're changing it. it. They're, they're going to stream. Like, if they're going to hook up and put, like, all the previous AEW stuff on streaming, like they're talking about, I'm just going to keep it. You should. That's actually so brilliant because Time Warner, I forgot. they If they work out a deal with AEW, that's fucking brilliant. I love that. You know? Because that's what they need. They need a hub for their library is what they need. Like, they, and... These fans, they're going to rewatch it. I was there for the first Fighter Fest. I had a fucking blast. That was one of my favorite shows I've ever been to, ever. And I uh, would love to rewatch it. But it was just real quick. It was on, you know, it was, I, I can't ever watch it anywhere. There's no DVD of it. There's nothing like that. It was their second ever event. It was all out. And then it was Fighter Fest. That was it. And I just, I don't know. I, or no, no, it was a double or nothing. Was it Double or Nothing and then Fighter Fest? Double. I'm not sure. That's what it was. Double or Nothing and then Fighter Fest, and it was absolutely fun as hell. So anyway, I like just... the, the, the live events that we've gone to, like the one in Greensboro, the one in Raleigh, and the one in Norfolk. I have them on the DVR saved because normally after I watch Dynamite or Rampage and take my notes for the podcast, I delete it. I yeah. haven't deleted those because I'm like we're there, and the one in Norfolk, we were actually on TV. Because Bobby sent me a, a screenshot in Discord. He's like, I know y'all. That is awesome. That is awesome. That is really <laughs> I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm going to save those. So, and then I'm like, do I really want to cancel DirecTV? And I'm like, but then I'll lose all my stuff on the DVR. So like, if they put it on a streaming service, I can go back and watch it. There you go. There you go. You know they will. You know they will. Eventually, that's the future of not just wrestling, but all media is streaming platforms. And to me, go ahead and do it. You know, I would say after 30 days, put anything on HBO Max. You know, make that, you have to see it now or you have to wait a month. So have that FOMO in place. But make sure then after that, there you go. Like, it would. Well, that's what he's doing with Honor Club, with Ring of Honor. So yeah. after they have a pay-per-view and because they still have like some kind of contractual stuff with Bleacher Report, 90 days after, so like 90 days after Supercard of Honor is done, it'll show up on Honor Club mm, where you nice. watch. And then they do their weekly Ring of Honor shows on Thursday nights. That's awesome. So, well, I mean, you've got the Ring of Honor library. You've got almost four years of your own library. Yeah, you need your own streaming stuff. Agreed. And then also with Wembley. Wembley hasn't hosted a wrestling event since SummerSlam of 92 from WWE. And they only did 77,000 people. Fun fact, do you know who main evented, do you know who main evented that SummerSlam? No Googling. I do. What year was it? I'm not, do not. Uh, 1992. I, I watched this. I was I was a little baby, but I was watching this. Mm. And when I say baby, I was like five, six years old. Uh it was the obvious choice. Or do you do you want me to say it or do you guys know? Guess one wrestler in the main event, and I'll tell you if you're right or not. Uh 
Shawn Michaels. No, close. Shawn Michaels is close. I'm I'm thinking either Triple H or Undertaker were in the main event. No. Wow, then I have no No, clue. It wouldn't have been Hunter because he wasn't. Was he in WCW? No, Hunter wasn't wrestling in 92 for WWE yet. Or if he was, he was Hunter Hearst, humbly. No, this was before Hunter. Uh, he might have been either he was terrorizing in WCW or he was not there at all. But 92, I think he wasn't. I think he was still a power plant prospect at that time. Yeah. Brett Hart. Will... Give it to us, Brandon. Sorry, what? Brett Hart. Ooh. Brett Hart is one of them. Yes. Is it Brian Owen? No. Think Wembley Stadium. Bret Hart versus a marquee wrestler at Wimpy. I can't remember who was in WWE in 1992. <laughs> I want to say Hogan, but I'm thinking Hogan was too old at that time. No, Hogan was still in WWE, but I don't think he was at that. If he was, I don't even remember if he wrestled on that card. I can't remember. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but he was still in WWE at the time. He was in WWE, I think, till 93, and then he went over to WCW. That's all. I'm like, I'm don't think he was like main eventing anymore. Yeah. My only other guess would be uh Razor Ramon. Close. You're gonna hate your life. British Bulldog. Bret Hart versus the British Bulldog. And Brit it was for the Intercontinental Championship. And it was the main event. I love the Intercontinental Championship. It used to mean well, actually, I, I was going to say it used to mean so much, but Gunther is doing a fucking awesome job of bringing that prestige back. I'll tell you, that dude can fuck. Oh, my God. I just hate the new design of it. Oh, it's horrible. It's the most hideous belt in the world, but Gunther's a badass. Like, I played WWE 2K23 the other day, and someone just picked Gunther and just chopped my ass to bits. I literally freaking lost that match in three minutes. I was so pissed off. I just I turned on my mic and I was like, quit spamming the controls, asshole. And then I muted myself as he kept kicking my ass. So that was it. <laughs> no, I like doing universe mode and booking my own stuff. Nice. Nice. I've, I've realized online is not my favorite because I just get, I mean, everyone is 30 times better than me. So they're not concerned on putting a good match. They're just concerned on putting me in the ground and it works every time. So all right, guys. Well, hey, thanks for having me on to talk about CM Punk. I appreciate it. Um, I, I, I stand by. Seth Rollins said it best: "Stay away from me forever." <laughs> like, oh wow! He, yeah. What? There... Drew McIntyre has blacked out his Twitter account and removed WWE references from his bio. Oh, Break. yeah, he's coming to AEW. Drew got Drew Galloway will be in AEW. And he will be at the Wembley show. Ooh. Firm prediction here. Hot take from Brendan, man. All right. I like there it. There you go. There All you right. go. I, I, and Edge I, will also be in AEW in 2024. You really think Edge is going to be the company man of WWE? You think? I think Edge wants another run with Christian. I think mm-hmm. the only way he gets that is if he goes to AEW. Fair point. And I don't think he would hate another title run just to give him a nice little feather in his cap before he call it a day. And so. and I will say TK does know how to use like the veterans. So, I mean, look at what he's done with Sting and that promo Sting dropped on Wednesday on MJF. Oh my god! Oh, I watched 
MJF is starting to become a little too formulaic for me. He's like, hey, bud. He's just saying like the same shit. He puts you down and I'm the devil. Okay, we understand. We got it. You know, like, okay. I do have that shirt that says I'm a devil worshiper and I did wear it to a church function. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Did I not, Brendan? With little devil horn uh, hair bows. I sure did. Goodness. In her defense, it was Halloween. Okay. All right. Well, so. She's still braver than I am. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, good deal, guys. Well, when Punk comes back, if he comes back, I I, I think it'd be fun to kind of follow up on this conversation and see what's going on. But uh, if not, hell, the Wembley event, that's a big event. Hell, yeah, we'll get you back for that one then. Please, please, please. Get you know, I'll be on Wembley. I you have an watching. open door whenever you want to come on. Uh, I appreciate and talk about it. wrestling. <laughs> talk about wrestling. You got it. A hundred percent. I think it would be a blast. So I was if, if you ever need a, a co-host for a wrestling podcast, you know, we're available. I'm telling you, I I I've got the itch to go back to a wrestling podcast. I just don't know if I've got the time. But if I can make it happen, uh, I will definitely collaborate with the mid podcast, a hundred percent. So but we're gonna wrap up. We want to thank Brandon for joining us and getting his CM Punk takes out. And we'll see you on Discord, Brandon. See you guys there. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Mid Podcast Special Edition.